Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. We're now code DNVR. That sign-up is going to get you some super special offers right now, like how a $5 bet can win you $150 in free bets throughout the NBA postseason. Again, with code DNVR on DraftKings Sportsbook. We are your hosts, Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. And on today's DNVR Rockies show, we toast to another Rockies victory. And, and dare we say, we might even spark up to a victory. Oh. Celebration. Oh, yes. We're talking about Mile High Baseball today. We are indeed celebrating the high holiday on 420, where the Rockies do lose, unfortunately, on Wednesday on the getaway day. But they locked up the series really early with a victory on Monday as well as on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And we've got news about Kyle Freeland. We're going to play some games as Mm -hmm. well as we are known to do. Preview the Detroit Tigers series. First time I think they're playing a game in Michigan since, uh, I want to say, maybe 2014. Oh, wow. So it's a momentous occasion. we got to celebrate today. Let's celebrate. Yes, a lot to celebrate today. (laughs) Now, Monday and Tuesday were Rocky's victories. We got to see Chad Cool do his thing. Six strong innings, shutout innings, until the hip flexor got a little bit tight. Uh, Chad Cool, he's fitting in really nicely in the Rockies rotation so far, wouldn't you say? Oh, he really is. I mean, we're just so happy with what we're seeing from him. And plus the puns are just... They're, they're puntastic. Endless, endless source of entertainment. <laughs> totally punderful, so I would punderful. say that. On Tuesday, we did get a pretty good start. Not his best stuff, but we got five innings and two earned runs out of Kyle Freeland. We'll talk about him a little bit more, but it was nice for the Colorado kid to show up and do his thing as he is prone to do. Yeah, um, you know, good stuff. I love that we got to hear from him today, too. We did. Are we yeah. getting into that later? We will get into the into Kyle Freeland extension. It's It's been extension season for several months here for the Colorado Rockies mm-hmm. as they are approaching. Actually, they are over $400 million in contracts since last season ended. What a, what a difference. Wow. Bill Schmidt doing he's, the damn thing. He's and got a lot of fans at course. He does. I don't know why they were Phillies jerseys. Wink. <laughs> People, wink. Come on. We know about the guy with two bad knees from Ohio. We're from that area. We know. People don't get jokes. We know about Michael Jack. (laughs) But Susie, tell us a little bit about Herman Marquez and what he did today. Didn't look his best, but hey, look, when he came out of the game... The Rockies were still in this one. Exactly, yeah. So we got six innings out of him, eight hits, four runs, um, two walks, five strikeouts, though, but allowed three home runs. So, Yeah, it was the sixth time he surrendered three home runs or more. Well, he's never given up four in a game, mm-hmm. but he has given up three in five other occasions. And so that's six most in franchise history. It's strange, again, for a guy that, if you go back and listen to our – Rockies player preview series from just before the season. We talked about can he go from being the Rockies ace to being a true ace, meaning mm-hmm. one of the top 8, 10, 12 pitchers in all of baseball. And you can only do that if you wipe the slate clean on these three homer games. You you can't afford to really have something like that that's going to end up skewing the numbers. But outside of those home runs, you know, did keep the ball on the ground, did have seven ground outs to only two fly outs. Talk to him after the game. It's it's interesting how we see what we see, and we see the statistics, and we might say, was it a good start? Was it a bad start? Was it an okay start? And then you talk to the players, and they might have a totally different take from what, again, the stat line is because they have certain expectations, and the results don't always match that. Yeah, you talked to him. I didn't get a chance oh, right. to talk to him, so I'm curious to hear what he had to say, actually. We have not discussed this. We really just got to the bar. That's true. That's true. Ed, you uh, you got an exclusive interview on someone. We'll, yes, I was we'll too talk busy talking to someone else, but yes. yeah, I would love to hear what you guys talked about. Well, no, I mean, I, I think his uh, he felt good about his changeup. I know two of his curveballs, he let hang a little bit. And, uh, you know, they, they were hit for home runs. I think the, the Schwarber one, which was a third deck mm-hmm. shot, that's the first third deck shot that we've seen mm-hmm. so far this season at home. It was only measured at 468 feet, which is strange for a ball, you know, seemingly hit that far, but there was a big arc on it and it was really coming down into that first row. So it probably didn't have that much of a distance. It's also estimated 
And much like with the Trevor Story home run, if you remember back in 2018 when he hit those three home runs, uh, memorialized from a bobblehead that said 505 on the stand. <laughs> well, they've recalculated it. I think now it's at maybe 485 feet. So, you know, right now it's at 468. Maybe they'll recalibrate it to something further. Maybe it's even shorter than that. Don't know. But, you know, Marquez was was pleased with, with how he did in general. All three of his starts so far this season have been at home. He did say he had a, had a not just a glint in his eye, but a smirk on his face about being able to pitch on the road. Like when I go out on the road, all my pitches are a lot crisper. And that's where I am the biggest threat to throw a no hitter or a perfect game. And so he'll get that opportunity in Philadelphia, probably next Tuesday. If my, if my math is correct on yeah. how the rotation will go. So if you happen to be in the Philly area, or if you know you're you're trying to schedule your week next week, next Tuesday is when he makes a start in Philadelphia, aka Coors Field East. Coors Field East, yep. Coors Field was first, <laughs> and then they stole the design there at Citizens Bank Park. Maybe that's a game I'm sure he's probably looking forward to pitching at and and learning from a couple mistakes. And who knows? Maybe he even set the Phillies up and say, you know what? I'll I'll give you a little bit more today because next week when I face you. It's going to be a little bit crisper, and you're going to be thinking about the success you had last week, and it's not going to come again on Tuesday. So the no-hit watch will be in effect when Marquez takes the mound next. We will have to get a graphic for that for next week. We will. <laughs> yeah. Get Very people. ominous, though. What an, what an ominous thing for him to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, We'll see. I'm, I'm getting people hyped early. Bullpen did give up a couple runs there. I mean, in the seventh, it really got out of hand mm-hmm. from Jolie's chassing. Uh, maybe you can give us a rundown of uh, overall who appeared in the bullpen on Wednesday. Who who had it? Who didn't have it? Yeah. <laughs> Chassin did not have it. He no. struggled in the seventh. Um, just one out, two hits, three runs, one walk, one strikeout. And then Gilbreth came in with the bases loaded, um, and it didn't go well there either. Um so yeah, it was a it was a struggle for all of them. But yeah, so Gilbreth made his um, his first appearance That's since right. coming off the COVID IL. Yeah, um, and so did Stevenson. The COVID kids. COVID kids. The COVID kids both appeared. Uh, Stevenson's inning was a lot better. <laughs> one <Yep>. hit, one <laughs> strikeout. Yeah. I would agree. And I think Carlos Estevez pitched pretty well. He did, yeah. Got back on track with a one, two, three inning after a few spotty outings. But yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been touch and go, and that was in a spot where Rockies were still trailing by a bunch, and so we could begin to see a, a shift in the back end of the bullpen in tight games. Where I'm not going to say Estevez has been demoted, but now you might see with you know the save on it must have been Tuesday night uh, for Alex Colomay, Daniel Bard wasn't available, or maybe it was Monday night Colomay got the save, but nevertheless it was um, Bard got the save on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. but we could see Bard in the ninth still. All right. Column eight in the eighth, and then it you know could be a mix of you know someone like Kinley because Chessine, as you pointed out, hasn't looked very good. Remember, he was on the mound and that big catch that Randall Grichik made mm-hmm. uh, out in center field in Texas to uh, rob Corey Seager of a three-run home run. So he's been kind of dancing on the line a little bit. Yeah, you because you could hear the expletive he yelled out. <laughs> yeah, at that home run that became no longer a home run, but. Yeah. He was very relieved with that catch, wasn't he? He was. Rockies did, you know, score some runs in bunches. We know we know how good CJ Crone has been. And is he our DraftKings Sportsbook King of the Game? No, Ryan no. McMahon is our DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> King of the Game. He went two for five, did have two doubles, did have three RBI, broke through with his first home run. I believe it was last night. These days are starting to get clustered together. You know what? This yeah, this series was a it's little okay. bit of a blur, but it's fine. It was. That, that's the worst thing we have to worry about was remembering if the game was on Monday or Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. That's probably a good thing. But yeah, it was good to see McMahon. He's starting to heat up really nicely. Got off to a, a scorching hot start, blazing. A dare blazing I say. hot start. Uh, it he was, was lit. He was lit at the beginning of last year at the big three home run game in that first week against the Diamondbacks. Then kind of cooled off after that, and so now it's been a little bit of a reverse. We're still early on in the season, you know. This we are uh, still very early in the season. It's only the eleventh game in general, but uh, it was good to see him and do do really well. And his defense has been so crisp. Mm-hmm. Hearing comments all throughout the press box of like, man, he just makes these plays that it's it's almost Arenado esque, where mm-hmm. you go, 
you know, Nolan used to make these plays where for anyone else you go, wow, that was an impressive play. And for Arenado it was ho-hum. And McMahon is starting to do that where you're like, oh, that was actually a difficult play. McMahon makes it really, really easy. He makes it look easy. So he's doing it on both sides of the ball. So he is our DraftKings Sportsbook king of the game but he wasn't the only one that I think was having success at the plate for the Rockies yeah I mean well in general this game the Rockies did a great job just stringing those runs together yeah. uh, but we have seen so many we've seen so much from CJ Crone. I've been calling him our RBI king on <laughs> yeah, Twitter like um, uh, what is, is it 16 RBI now this season I think so yeah I wrote right. it down. That yeah, feels it, right. it feels right. It feels Someone right. has it written down somewhere. <laughs> Someone's got it written down. But yeah, he was two for five today with a double, one run scored. Liked what I saw out of CJ. He looked good. Yeah. He looked really solid. Played a good job over at, at first base. The team, I think, overall uh, was looking really good. It was five for 13 with runners in scoring position, which I was almost surprised to see that. Statistic. I don't remember them coming through that much. The Phillies were two for eight. And so I'm not sure if on MLB.com, because that's, I keep a lot of statistics when I keep score. I'll show you my scorecard <laughs> one of these days. I keep track of the first pitch strike or first. Oh, it's 14? 14. Oh, I guess I inflated his numbers a little bit. My, I don't, my apologies. I think it might be 15. I think he came in with 14 oh. and maybe had a 15. Because I do that thing where I'll, I'll add one. Yeah. And then I add another one on top of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I go, all right, Bud Black, 66 manager with 1,000 wins. And then later on that night, he's okay. So he's a new one to the list. So now there's 67. And y- you do that, you inflate that. I'm actually going to split the difference and say he has 15 right he's now. He's just, he's, you know, he does he, have 15. he's got a lot. <laughs> I think he does we're have 15. We're happy for him. Yeah, we're, we're happy for that. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, the Rockies, bats, they came through and they made it interesting late. Like, like they've been doing where they are not out of the games. The bullpen is keeping them in it, and and the offense is slowly but surely coming back. They were able to do it, got two runs there in the seventh, and then, you know, unfortunately went quiet in the eighth, in the ninth, on Mm -hmm. getaway day where uh, they are headed to Detroit. Yes. Motor City. Mile High City to the Motor City. Oh, okay. That was a nice transition. It was a transition. How about the transition to suggesting for everyone to come down to the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax and York, where you get a member-sized beer all the time when you're a member. It's much bigger, much better, too. Mm-hmm. Extra bubbly. Ooh, it's fantastic. It's extra delicious. Extra bubbles. How do they do that? Just only, we have a members-only tap, I think. Oh, God. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, but the, the, my favorite part, too, is... For especially all the Nuggets fans that are going to be coming out to the watch parties, we are going to have them for the Rockies. We have them for Avs as well. But they're down takeovers, 0-2. Rockies takeovers Rockies takeovers. Yes. I'm down for that. Yes. Yo, let's get the buses. Yes. Let's yes. go. Purple buses. Yes. Oh, Do that's not in the budget. Sorry. The I went too far. Oh. White prison buses, if we're being honest. White. For the home whites. People have fun in them. For the home whites. Okay, that's it. I like it. I like it. That works. We don't need purple buses. White buses will work for the home unis. We'll have the takeovers. But at these raffles, or rather at these watch parties that we have, you do get extra raffle tickets. You get price breaks on the takeovers and at the tailgates for the Broncos with your sexy pizza and your Breck brew. So uh, you're, you're, you're saving money left and right just for being a member of our wonderful community. And you're getting great articles from Susie, myself, Broncos, Nuggets, Avs, Rapids, Rugby, American Raptors, all that and more when you become a member to the DNVR.com. Not only 50 cents for your first month. And if you get that member size beer, it can be anything you want, but make sure an Avalanche Ale. It's, it's that time, you know, with the Avs heading into the Stanley Cup season. They're trying to do it. Support them beverage wise with an Avalanche Support Ale. Support them beverage wise. You got yes. it. Yes. They know it. They, do, they can tell. They can tell. They can definitely tell, especially when you're cheering and the, the, the whole ball arena mm-hmm. is chanting for him. That, that, that breathiness of the pale chocolate caramel malt yeah. that you have, it, it's, it's actually nice on the breath. Every sip is a donation to the good vibes. It is. I think so. Do your so. part. Do your part. Love those caramel malts. It's crafted for balance. It's a versatile, satisfying, anytime beer. It's Garrett Hampson of beers. We know this. It's We've said this before. It's Garrett Hampson of beers. It's Breckenridge Brewery's Avalanche. And again, NBA playoffs, don't forget, means next level basketball. Get ready for all the action by betting the play-in tournament, which we're out of now, 
as well as all of the NBA playoffs on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. $5 on any team to win right now gets you $150 in free bets instantly. Customers, you can now get NBA Hoops action with same-game parlays. That's where, you know what, maybe you like a long shot. You want to couple it with a couple of the favorites that don't seem like they're going to pay out. Well, when you stack those things together, it makes the odds a little bit longer. And you already know what's going to happen. So you win even bigger for those same game parlays with the bigger payouts. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. And again, bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game this NBA season. NBA postseason and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code DNVR, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Well, besides pointing out a couple other general news and notes, from Wednesday, Randall Gritchick extended his hitting streak, right? Now seven games. He's reached base in all eight. Two for two for four, RBI, two runs scored. I still don't think we've even seen the best of Gritchick yet. What do you oh, think? Oh, no, we have not seen the best. But I'm happy to see that this streak is – I feel like the Rockies have a couple of good streaks going. Very streaky right now. Very streaky. We're streaking. They're they're blazing uh, in general. Yes. Don Nunez also had a two-hit day. Two mm-hmm. for two, walk, run scored. Alan Trejo – Two for four. Could he begin to see some more playing time? I think we'll get to that here in just a moment. Mm -hmm. And Chris Bryant, one for four with one HBP. Took one right in the middle of his back there. Poor guy. Yeah. Don't hurt hurt our Chris Bryant. We haven't even gotten a home run out of him yet. No. No, him and Grichuk. You'd be surprised that, Mm -hmm. you know, who's going to have more home runs? Trejo or Chris (laughs) Bryant and Randall Grichuk combined? Answer, Trejo. Yes. Trejo, Congratulations. Trejo plus Marquez. Or, yeah, no, it's it's kind of one of those really, really <laughs> weird things. Yeah, thanks for the cel- celebratory toot there. Appreciate that. Do want to point out the defensive gem of the game. Sam Hilliard going all out with a nice dive, diving grab of uh, Bryce Harper line drive, mm-hmm. who had to put out to Sam three times today. His first yeah. two at-bats. Kind of hit right in that exact same spot. Sam made a nice job, good read off the bat. So I'm sure Harper was grumbling under his breath about that, which we know Philly's players are prone to grumbling expletives under their breath, mm-hmm. don't, aren't we? I'm sure. I wonder what Alec Bohm had to say. Now, do you realize that the Phillies, mm-hmm. no, no, not the Phillies, the Rockies are 8-3. and three. They have yet to have a losing streak. Another, another, that's a great streak to not have. I'm glad that we don't have that. Yeah. If if we were at the ballpark tomorrow, that would be something worth bringing up to Buddy. And maybe he knows that. Maybe he doesn't. He likes hearing those positive facts. Mm-hmm. But that's that's not true for all the other teams with seven or eight wins. Dodgers, we know, have had a two game losing streak because they lost games two and three. Try getting that's through right. us, Dodgers. San, <laughs> San Francisco lost both ends of a doubleheader on Tuesday uh, to the Mets. The Mets lost two in a row last week on Sunday and Monday. So. That's that's an interesting little wrinkle that they haven't had a losing streak, and so we'll see what happens where they go to Detroit if they can, mm-hmm. you know, continue that streak. And Antonio Senzatella will be the one that tries to get that going. That, that might be a hard thing to look up. You just gotta you gotta just dig through the the schedule and the results to find out how long into a season mm-hmm. before the Rockies have ever had a losing streak. Well, if anyone's gonna figure it out, it's you. Now you you put a lot of pressure on me. With Encyclopedia that. Patrick. You, you put too much pressure on me oh, for sorry. that. My bad, my bad. Uh, more pressure or less pressure for Kyle Freeland right now? Ooh, um, Kyle Freeland, I would say, has more pressure on him. Okay. I think. Just with, you know, the big old paycheck. People are yeah. expecting more out of him now. Yeah, Kyle Freeland on Tuesday, just before his start. <laughs> just but perfect timing. Didn't have a chance to talk to him before the game. Obviously, you're not allowed to talk. Uh, little insider tip. I think a lot of people know this, actually. Yeah, maybe. You can't talk to the, the starting pitcher on that day. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Doesn't mean you forget <laughs> and you go, oh, crap. No, I I forgot that you were starting, you know, because they get there early. They're hanging out. They almost look like they want to do something and, and talk to somebody. Can't talk to him. Mm-hmm. We also weren't able to talk to him last night for probably the first time I've ever experienced. That's unusual. Yeah. That was, that was kind of strange. But he showed up looking sharp. And out of the corner of my eye when he walked in, I got vibes from from someone. His suit 
reminded me of a pop culture figure. Did did you think of anything when he walked in, like who he looked like? Really, it's no. literally from the neck down. Kind of the face, but the hair, totally different. I mean, he looked I got sharp. He looked sharp. He was so dressed up. He's wearing a great suit, but I didn't get... What vibes were you getting? So I'm looking at the podium. I see him out of the corner of my eye, and I see the, the suit. It wasn't... Uh, wasn't Houndstooth? Is that it? Or maybe it was Houndstooth. Is I don't that, think is it was Houndstooth. It was kind of checkered. I gotta go back and look at some pics now. White shirt. Yeah. Inner lining on the collar was uh, kind of a burgundy there. Mm-hmm. And little pop of purple. Oh, Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know. Not as flashy as we've seen him. <laughs> a toned down. Doesn't have the blonde hair. Hasn't had the hair transplants uh, or, or plastic surgery. Yeah, I keep I keep tabs on that. I gotta look at these pics again. I keep tabs on uh, Young Colson. Yeah, MGK. Uh, he's a good rock and roller, rapper not so much, but rock and roller. He's he's interesting okay, to say the least. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, got, looked good and you know talked about his his five year extension. You know, was set to be in purple for the Rockies for the next two years under club control before he reached free agency. And it's been a deal that really has been kind of whispered about. And you figured after 2018, he's fourth in the Cy Young Award voting in the National League. Then has a down 2019 where he goes to you know Albuquerque. 2020 was just a cluster yeah. altogether. Mm-hmm. 2021 looks good. And you think now should be the time. And they finally get it done. Yep. Very happy for him. He seemed super excited. Um, uh, He said that you couldn't script this any better. I mean, he is from Colorado. He is the hometown kid here. Um, And, you know, he's just excited to to stay with his guys. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said was, you know, looking around the clubhouse – and go ahead, yeah, here, go ahead, put that photo up. You got a photo, oh, from, got a photo? from the press conference. And again, there it's just go. the slenderness to it. Like I said, face down, not even, you know, because Freeland's got a little darker complexion. He, you know, he, he gets out in the sun a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he's outside a lot. Yeah, he gets his uh, his vitamin D. You know, he does a good job, has a nice little tan. Mm-hmm. You know, hair's a little bit browner, maybe reddish too. Hair's not crazy, but it's that slender. It's it's just the the pose that he struck it was 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 looking really sharp. He we, was. We, I did a show last year, like doing the lookalikes, like who looks like who, and I can't remember if we had somebody that looked. Oh, Jeff Hoffman. If you remember him, mm-hmm. Jeff Hoffman bears a little bit of a resemblance. So was this a game of what two MLB players look alike, or was it just? There were some MLB guys. Or was it like with celebrities in general? There were some MLB guys, of course, scoured the internet for work that other people had already done and credited them. But then also just went through the Rockies roster, the 40-man and minor league guys. And like you just look at someone and go, all right, what vibes am I getting? Mm -hmm. Who do I see? And so with my extensive knowledge clearly of white rappers, I saw a picture of Brett Boswell and I go, that's Chet Hayes. That's Tom Hanks' son, the, the notable rapper Chet Hayes. And they look a lot alike. Don't worry. Uh, I got to look here. this up later. You don't have to dig that one up, but they look a lot alike, those two guys. Okay, I'll take um, your word for it. We'll, we'll revisit it again. And, we'll revisit. Because there's always new people, and you say, hey, this looks like so-and-so. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Mike Redman looks a lot like, what is it, Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad. If you watch that show at all, there's uh, a no. resemblance. Yeah, no, I didn't, I, Dean Norris. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. But I did like what <laughs> Kyle Freeland had to say about, yeah, looking around the clubhouse, yeah. seeing these guys. He said that he would go to battle for them. And when yes. he was talking about this with his wife, she was like, well, that's your answer. That's this is what you this is where you need to be. If these are your guys and you would fight for them to death. And yes, you got to stay. I love that because, you know, to be honest, I if I had to bet and I don't know if that's just my my negativeness, you know, like I, I see things as. Glass half empty and half full mm-hmm. simultaneously, however it suits me. Also, if he resigns, hey, great, he's back. If he doesn't, hey, I knew it. You know how I like to uh, have it both You're ways on, on my bets. You're on both sides at all times. Sometimes, unless I just straight up feel strongly. But I thought, I don't know if Kyle Freeland's going to be back. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if he thought he was going to be back. And you kind of you know, inferred that. As you said, it, it, it took her, his wife, to, to point that out of like, no, this there may be some turmoil. You may be caught up a little bit, you know, being tethered. Do you want to just be the Colorado guy? Yeah. You can be the Colorado guy and then also do something else elsewhere, mm-hmm. but you're just going to be that Colorado guy. If you stay, mm-hmm. 
but you look around and you say, these are my brothers in arms, right? This yeah. is, I'm, I'm part of the fraternity of baseball, but in particular, I'm the part of this fraternity of the Rockies. These are my guys. That's the side I want to err on. I, I'd rather stay here and have that be my quote unquote mistake. If at all, it might not be a mistake, but you know what? You might have that doubt regardless of what you do. At least he's going to be with his guys. He's going to yeah. be with his crew. And I think that's going to be the most important thing for him going forward. Five years, $64.5 million. There's a six-year player option on top of that too. So he very well could be in purple pinstripes or green pinstripes, depending on how successful these City Connect jerseys are. Can't wait to see what's going on there. I don't think the, I don't think the A's have green pinstripes. Hmm. So we could have green pinstripes here. But he will be in purple and or green or simultaneously purple and green pinstripes yes. until 2027. Depending on how well he does, there has been some speculation that there was uh, something in his contract about you know, being in top five for MVP or Cy Young vo- uh, award voting and then maybe earning the player uh, opt-out potentially. Again, that's a good scenario because it means Kyle Freeland kicks some ass. Yeah. And he earned that opt out. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get it. But just just a happy day all together. Yeah. And uh, he mentioned it in the press conference about the clubhouse and all that. But at mm-hmm. the end, everyone got done with their questions. He said, I, I got a couple things I want to say, too. Yeah, I was happy that he jumped in. Like, he actually sounded a little choked up and emotional, too, when he was just thanking the organization, yeah. thanking his wife for helping him with this decision. But um, he just seemed really happy with uh, the his his journey. He seemed happy with it. And he also mentioned that he was, you know, just so proud that he would be a Rocky for the better part of his career. So, I mean, the intention there is to, you know, give us a lot. I like that he didn't say, like, my career. I like that he reiterated it. Like, yeah. the better part of, like... He did say that a couple of times. When this contract runs out, you know, I'm going to be, like, 34, 35... I ain't going to be done yet. Mm -hmm. And we know that left-handers, you know, they've got a long shelf life if they want to do it. I don't know if he's going to be around as long as Jamie Moyer. I don't know if anyone, anyone should even be around that long. But nevertheless, you know, a lot of left-handers, they get, they get better with age. And so, you know, I like that he's almost betting on himself to say, no, no, I'm not playing out the six years. And, you know, when I'm done my sixth year, that might be it. That's great. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have 10 years of service time, pension, all that jazz. No, I, I'm probably going to be looking for my next free agent deal. You know, that's it's a long ways away. Yeah. He's thinking about his legacy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I was surprised that he said, you know, he hasn't thought about that exactly. But I think that's what happens when you're wrapped up in, you know, do I stay? Do I go? Are they going to offer me, mm-hmm. you know, enough enough money to, to stick around and give up three years of free agency? But he's he's going to think about that this year. Think about it this offseason. What does he want his legacy to be? We know a lot of it has to do with the Special Olympics Colorado mm-hmm. with all the charitable donations and stuff he's done. He is, you know, a, a Colorado guy through and through. So uh, he's got the bag now. He's got to be feeling good. He's got the bag. Like uh, like Buddy said, he's good for Colorado and he's good for baseball. I would agree. Yeah. Charlie Blackman's got the bag too. With oh, speaking a, of the bag. <laughs> a very interesting endorsement deal. The first of its kind, and that's all we'll say about that. Actually, speaking of endorsement deals, did you see, and I haven't didn't get a chance to research it. Okay. I was working. Uh-huh. But I think the Padres are now going to be the first team, or they are the first team, that announced uh, a deal with a company for patches. I did see this, actually. Did you, did you see what it looks like? I heard it actually looks pretty there's like, respectful. A, there's a Motorola patch right. on the one of the one of the sleeves. Uh, but yeah, it's not super intrusive. Like it's is it brown and gold, too? No, it was it, oh, okay. it, it looked black. The picture that I saw looked black and white. OK, so it matched the Nike, the Nike uh, check mark. OK, you know, so I, I it's, it's it didn't totally look fine. intrusive. It didn't look out super out of place. I would have guessed like a decade ago, I would be an old curmudgeon that would be like, no, no, no. Keep Clayton Kershaw. If his arm falls off, so be it. He did it in the act of battle for his team in search of the perfect game. And now I'm like, eh, pitch counts. Yeah. It's a long season. Mm-hmm. Eh, short in spring training. What are you going to do? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm okay with this with this change in baseball. You can put advertisement on jerseys and, and helmets. All right. If that's what we yeah. got to do to keep baseball right. alive. Yeah. That's not the hill I'm going to die on. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll die on other hills, but that's not the one. Not today. That's it. Not today. Green and purple pinstripes. Why not? <laughs> it's what this game needs YOLO. in the future. <laughs>
Man, I want to see some mock-ups on that. Green and purple? I mean, that would be fitting for today, right? It is, it, yeah. it is the high holiday. The, <laughs> the high holiday. I would love to see some mock-ups if you're listening or watching and you want to send us little Microsoft Paint mock-ups. I'd love to see them. And for Matt and his son, Jackson, uh, who's a potential draftee in 2022, if they're watching in Stillwater, Oklahoma, we do have to say, hi, holidays. How are you? Oh, that was forced. You didn't get that point. Oh, okay. Matt okay. Holiday, Jackson Holiday. Oh, my gosh. Well, look, I still made you smile, which is kind of the point of things right now, especially since our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group have taken amazing care of all of our DNVR members over the years, especially those who've made the permanent switch to Green Mountain Dental Group, Rockies fans. Your team is 8-3. and three. You are towards the top, if not definitively the top, depending on the day. Top the NLS standing, so you have all the right in the world to smile. The weather is gorgeous. Your team's in the postseason. As far as the Nuggets go, Avs are going to be there. We'll see what happens in Game 3 for the Nuggets, but you definitely should smile thanks to Green Mountain Dental Group. And best part right now is when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with them, you're going to receive a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. And then, of course, as it's always the case, because you probably go to your dentist appointment on somewhat of an empty stomach, right? You don't want to have too much in your teeth. So you're hungry, then you want to grab a bite to eat, and naturally you're going to stop at Sexy Pizza. Oh, like, where's their, it going? <laughs> any of their five locations, probably one of their four Denver locations, unless you want to take a scenic drive down to Trinidad. Hmm. They do have one down there. Fun fact. One of their one of their satellite Sexy Pizzas. If you're on a little road trip. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you're in Denver, of course, Capitol Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park, Park Hill, Sexy Pizza is as local as it gets. 13 years in the Denver community. It's a solid run. It is, right? For any food establishment. Hand toss, deck oven pizza, made from scratch each morning. Dough, you you can get them at the Broncos tailgate parties, Mm -hmm. maybe at these Rockies takeover parties that we've just learned about. Yes, I can't wait for those. From the super CEO, Brandon Spano. (laughs) He said it, so it's gonna happen. He said it, it has to happen now. It's gotta happen. Yeah, and my favorite part too is we talk about Kyle Freeland giving back to Colorado, Special Olympics Colorado. If you go to www.sexy.pizza, you can actually check out their About page and look at their donations link because they do a wonderful job of giving back to various charities in the area. We'll help give back to whatever your charity may be. It's worth checking out again, www.sexy.pizza. What a great URL. It is. All right, well, let's jump into segment three dot pizza and blazing or up in smoke. Happy holidays. Susie, we got jokes. I will toss it to you and you let me know if this player right now is blazing or maybe is a little bit. Of the ladder. This is graphic is up awesome, smoke. by the way. Look at that. <laughs> hot, cold. Although if you're up in smoke, you're still pretty darn hot. Oh, yeah. You're not Maybe. as hot, though. No. <laughs> We're you're overthinking it. We're overthinking it. We are. All right. And I, and also, I like that I'm I'm the blazing side, the fire side mm-hmm. you know, with my, my redness. Yeah. Right? Oh, true. That's fair. You're a little icier with the Elsa look, too. You're right. Thank you. Did I get the right, did I get the you. right one? You, I think so. I haven't seen Frozen because I don't know any children. So, yes. Oh, okay, here's give you. us the thumbs up. Thank you. Big, big Frozen fan. Big Frozen, Frozen guy over here. What? I would not have guessed that you've seen Frozen five I'm times. Five times. Got it. You hear us? Remember the Five Timers Club when it comes to the movie <laughs> Frozen. Now he's we know. A, he's a frozen head. All right. Oh, that's fair. Okay. No, no, no excuses. You just love the movie, man. I do love it, but I love Little Sisters. No. Ah. Well, Little Sisters will make you watch it more than you even intended to. So that's it. You know, that's it. They'll do that. Blazing or up in smoke, Susie. C. J. Crone. I think this is obviously a no-brainer. He is blazing. I mean, he is leading the. He's leading MLB with home runs. Six. Six. A lot. Yes. He has. You don't get more, more blazing than, than that. He's more than half of the Rockies' team home runs mm-hmm. right now. Good it's, for him. You know. He's been playing fantastic since last August. I mean, he's. It would be great if he bypassed Nolan Arenado as mm. the NL Player of the Month. For April. We'll see what he does. Going back to Detroit. 
He's going back to Detroit, a place that, you know, he did spend a season, mm-hmm. injury-plagued season. He's feeling healthy. He's feeling comfortable. I, I would agree with you on that. All right, blazing her up in smoke, Chad Cool. Um, You know what? Despite his name, he is blazing. He's oh, lit. I yes. say he's lit. He's, co- he's cool, literally, but not figuratively. Mm-hmm. Blazing, I think I would agree with you on that. Yeah. I think he's only given up one run over his two starts and like 10 and a third innings pitched. So he's looked solid. He's fit into this rotation, and I'm I'm really excited to see what he does in his next start, which I think will be against Detroit on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The the start times, the first pitch times in Detroit are a little wonky. Again, we'll we got some we'll breakfast in baseball. Yeah. All right, blazing or up okay. in smoke, Brendan B Rod Rogers, he, the baseball guy. Yes. Not the soccer guy. Not the soccer guy. I've been watching a lot. Of, I've been <laughs> reading too many tweets. Um. <clears throat> Brendan Rodgers up in smoke right now. He is yeah. having a really rough start to the season, and you could just see the full body frustration on him yesterday every single time he walked back to the dugout. He's so frustrated right now um, in such a slump. I'm going to be the person leading the parade when he gets out of the slump, though. And you will. He, he will. Did he did it last year. He did it last year. We saw that. I, I think that's a good point. You know, early on in the season, I think last week in talking with Drew Goodman, we'll – Catch up with him uh, on Thursday live. That should be about 10 a.m. Set your calendars to it. Uh, but we talked to him last week about B-Rod where the results aren't there, right? Like if you look at statistics, the results aren't there. But you look behind the scenes, you look at StatCast, which is something that Brendan says he does look look at. I, I talked to him about mm-hmm. that. And he's like, yeah, I, t- I pride myself on the exit velocity. I think he might be highest on the team. You know, 92 miles an hour is what it averages. And so you say there are other things to suggest that he's going to break out. It's now been a few days, maybe mm-hmm. even a week since that time. And the results aren't there. I would even say that some of the auxiliary numbers and the stat cast numbers aren't there. And now he's wearing it physically. He's not taking it with him. Out on the field, right? Exactly. Defensively, yes. that's Defensively, huge. Defensively, yeah, he's doing fine. This is an offensive slump right now, but yes. that's huge. A lot of times, mm-hmm. that can go out there into the field, and it actually isn't one bit. Which you know, pat on the back to him, but you're right. His body language, his head is down. He he knows he's going through it, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So I hate to see him like this. We hope he catches fire. In the most figurative yes. sense. Still not literal. <laughs> no, not literal. not literal. Please do not sue us. All right. I'm going to see if I can trip you up on this. I don't even know if there's a right answer. We'll see. Okay. I would agree with you so far. Alex Colomay. Blazing hmm. or up in smoke? Hmm. Yeah. Ah, this is a tough one. It's a good one, this huh? It's a good one, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if we can say he's blazing. Okay. But I don't think we can say he's up in smoke. Oh, God. We already have a new maybe, category. Maybe it's a slow burn. Could be. Because <laughs> of, of his pace of play. Simmering. Uh, there, there are uh, sparking ambers uh, on him. <laughs> I, would, I would lean a little more towards Blazin. Not in the traditional sense of CJ Crone, mm-hmm. Connor Joe, even Chad Cool. Right? Mm-hmm. Not that. But not you know up in smoke. Certainly, it takes a long time for him to get going. Yeah. But he I think he's he's figuring out. He's he's doing a nice job when he comes out of the pen, you know, after that rough first outing, you go, That's okay. I I think this guy is gonna be fine. It's gonna be a long inning. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be frustrating if if you're like, All right, come on, one, two, three inning, let's get the bats going again, heat it up. That's not gonna happen, but I think you're right. He's he's towards the middle. Mm-hmm. He's there's some embers still going. Some embers, yeah. I changed the rules of the game mid game, so I you're like welcome. That. All right, let's let's look at the series in Detroit before we actually talk about the breakdown. Mm-hmm. Miguel Cabrera. Now he's got two more games to play. I think a night game here on Wednesday night, as we record this Wednesday evening. That game may have even already started. Has a day game on Thursday, but as we record this, is sitting at two thousand nine hundred ninety-six hits. That's so impressive. That's that's unbelievable. Already has. 500 home runs, which I think he got last year. Mm-hmm. Any chance that you were at that game when you I were going? I was actually really close to being at that really? game. So I was I was there for home run number 497. Whoa. So And then that was like the first day of my Detroit trip last okay. year. So I was like, well, I actually stayed like 
I think four day extra days <gasps> just because I was like, oh, I got to see it. And I didn't see a single other home run. So there would have been. So you go, all right, he needs three more. Mm-hmm. There's a, there would have been, I would have said, I would have put out a 5% chance if you stay four more days that he would have hit a home run. That being said, I would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. Because that 5% chance means there's a 5% chance you'd have ripped your hair out for having missed it. Yep. So you made the exact right move. Yeah. Despite the odds against it. Because you, you can't miss it. Yeah. You have to be there for oh, it. I wanted to be there you so badly. Uh, but like, I didn't feel bad about leaving when no. I did leave. Cause it's not like it happened like the next sure. day or the day after it took right. a while to get there. But I, I thought, I thought I had it. And I you, thought d- I had just it. because you have to ensure against missing it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of like yeah. the big thing. It's the same thing when Ichiro did it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about that because yeah. Ichiro had very famously in, in 2016, I think the date was maybe August 7th. I should know because I almost went to the to the game on my wife's birthday. And I'm oh, like, okay. but honey, <laughs> he's going to get his, he could get his 3,000th hit just in case. And he almost got it the night before that because mm-hmm. he pinched hit and then he stayed in the game. I think he had a line drive and there was a nice play by, I don't, I don't know who it was, maybe it was Chris Russin. You have to go back and look. But he ended up tripling at Coors Field. I was there for that. You can actually go back. I had a hat on the same color. If you look in right field, I am the first one who stands up because I was well aware of it. I was not the guy who jumped out on top of the auxiliary scoreboard and got kicked out, but I bought my seat in right field. Did go to the game by myself. Not afraid to admit it. Yeah. I love to going that. to it. I love going to a game by myself. How many of the games did you go by yourself in those 30 ball, 31 ballparks? Pro- more than 20? half. More than half, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, Nothing uh, wrong with that. You got to do what you got to do. Oh, well, exactly. Well, because, you know, either, like, I didn't know someone in a city that I was in, or if I did know someone in a city, like, they maybe couldn't go to the game. Um, so, yeah, I don't let not having a crew with me stop me from going to a game. But, yeah, I love going to a game by myself. No shame. No shame now, in that. Now, as we talk about this off air, I almost went to a concert by myself mm-hmm. on Sunday night. It just was a weird thing that lined up and I was like, I'll just pop in, see the set. Wasn't, was, it was cheap tickets and then leave. Would you ever do that? I'm not like a big concert person in general, so okay. I probably wouldn't. It has to be a show I really want to see. And even then I don't think I'd go by myself. And coincidentally, you were actually at a show on Sunday. But not a, not a music show. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that how that works, right? The symmetry. That might have been it. I might have been jealous. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Susie's doing a thing. I'll, I'm going to go do a thing too by myself. But I didn't. No. Okay. So I guess, I guess that's good. That I was guess a great story. A you should tell it at parties. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> All right. So Miguel Cabrera, do you think he gets 3,000 with uh, Colorado in town? You know what? I'm going to say yes. I, I'm going to say yes I'm too. Say yes. That's a little bit more feasible and a little bit easier to get mm-hmm. than home runs. Cause that, you know, Miguel Cabrera hasn't been himself, you know, in a while he's not in that hall of fame window of, of still being that superstar, yeah. but four hits, he can do four hits and he's got, he's got two more games to, mm-hmm. to get even closer to that. So we'll see what happens. I found it interesting too, that in the 14 players who've gotten their three, three, 3,000 hit since the Rockies have been birthed or hatched, Hatched. In, some, in some senses. Hatched is better. Uh, since 1993, only three of them were done uh, by players on a National League team. That is so weird. Right? That is bizarre. Why? I, I like double check. It's it just a coincidence. Literally just a coincidence. So strange. Well, think about it. So Ichiro does it with the Marlins. Mm-hmm. He's a Mariners guy. Mm-hmm. Just kind of coincidental. Tony Gwynn did it. Mm-hmm. Actually, there's four. Because I think Ricky Henderson did it. Maybe think of him more as Oakland A, even Yankee a little bit. Mm. He did it when he was with the Padres. And then Craig Biggio does it for what is now an American League team in the Astros. But the Astros were an NL team Mm -hmm. at that time, I want to say in like 2007. So it's actually four. Just coincidental, really. So weird. Doesn't necessarily mean anything in general. Um, Mm -hmm. Pitching preview, we've got on Friday Antonio Senzatera. Antonio, Antonio Senzatella, yeah. I'm already getting tongue-tied for Mr. Tarek Skubal, who is the left-handed starter. He's pretty good, actually. Tarek Skubal. I'm excited to see him, but, you who know, you not to too see? much. Who? Tarek Skubal? Tarek Skubal. Skubal? Tarek Skubal. <laughs> Two are, can, can you name one other Tarek in the world? Is that is yes? Is there a real estate yes. show guy? The the ex husband of the selling to sunset a pre- married to a pretty person. blonde. Yeah, yeah, Tarek. Okay, that's it. 
That's all I know him as. Yeah, Fli- okay. Flip or flop? No, that's not the show. Man, HGTV. Maybe? I don't, I don't such know. such great programming. Stay, oh. stay locked into us, though. Yes. And don't. then flip over. <laughs> then flip over. This uh, is a real estate podcast now. So that's Friday at 510. We're actually going to do a post-game show. Yeah, we are going to do a post-game show. Yeah. And that will be, it's not going to have the lag where normally when the Rockies are home, hey, we got to you know, do our post-game things. That will be pretty soon after... Yeah. Uh, the final out from that game, so we'll have we that post-game have, show on Friday. Because we won't have traffic after the game. No it traffic. It took me forever to get back to the bar today. There was a little bit of traffic. A little bit of traffic. Lots Rush of people. Hour. Yeah. They need, to, they need to not schedule these Rockies games around traffic for us. Just for, for us. us. Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. good old 11, 10 a.m. start. It's a little baseball what? brunch. Yeah. So weird. Detroit is very close to the central standard time zone. Like... Detroit and Chicago, I think that's maybe like a two and a half, three hour drive, maybe. Mm-hmm. So they're they're very close. They're right? close I mean, to each other. They, they border, don't they? I think they touch. Does Michigan and Illinois touch? Obviously, in Indiana touches. Um, I think only on a water border. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it might be uh, only on a water. And basis. you can trust me because I came in second place in my fourth grade geography B. Very good. Yes. Um, but yeah, I actually always get tripped up because I always forget that Detroit is Eastern time. Yeah. It's so strange to me. So they're there. They're not anyway. like a true East Coast team where you go, okay, 11, 10 a.m. start. That makes sense. But that's what you got on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Saturday, you got the Blake Street Gomber, Austin Gomber going against, to be determined, we'll see if it's their long reliever, Drew Hutchinson. Uh, and on Sunday, Chad Cool yes. is uh, making his start against Another left-hander, Tyler Alexander. We'll see Connor Joe back in the lineup. We hope. Did he seem? Oh, there, there we go. I just gave it away. Did, you didn't did give Connor, anything away. Did Connor, did Connor Joe seem okay uh, when we saw him in the club? He seemed great. He, seemed, he, he seemed great. That was his first off day. Think about that. Yeah, he, that was his first off day. His family was in town. Um, so, you know, he was good. He was chilling. He was good. He was chilling. All right, finally, man, the Detroit Tigers, they've got a very rough... Uh, you know, their their team is on the come up, but they've got some not so household names. So they're going to Detroit and Susie, let's see if you can figure this out. Am I naming a tiger or am I naming a Titan of Detroit industry? This is such a niche game, and I love that you have come up with this. Well, if if you're paying attention to some of those starters, you're gonna get a couple of them right. <laughs> All right. How about Jim Farley? Just go with your gut. Is that a tiger or a Titan? Jim Farley. Does that sound like a a baseball player or a CEO? A tiger. He's the CEO of Ford Motor no, Company. I don't know All anything right. about CEOs. How about or- Jason Foley? <laughs> tiger or a titan of industry? Is he a tiger? He is a tiger. Oh, thank you. He's a right-handed relief pitcher. Went undrafted. How about that? That's a good story. Oh, okay. Let's Jay. Story. Jay. What? I was, do you have the story or? Yes, he was undrafted <laughs> and then he made it to the majors. Oh, that's the story. That's it. That's great. <laughs> Jay Farner. So for keeping track, Jim Fo- Jim Farley, Jason Foley, and now we're on Jay Farner. They have very similar names. You are tripping me up. But you're you're one for two. I'm guessing he's a Titan. He would be a Titan CEO yes. of Quicken Loans, their headquarters. I'm crushing this Detroit. right now. Um, and so I'm gonna say you won there. You got two out of three. Yes. <laughs> but but I'm gonna throw you, I'm gonna throw you the two that I have on my list also. Tarek Skubal is he a tiger <laughs> or a titan? He's a tiger. Look at the confidence. That's right. Yes. I do want to say a uh, fun fact. He has three brothers. They are named Tyler, Trent, and Traver. It's Trevor, but with a Y, so it's Traver. T R E Y V O R. Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. Hmm. That's all I have I'm to say. I'm wondering if Tarek is the youngest because you go, Tyler's the first one. Mm-hmm. Aw. Then you go, Trent. Yep. That also is a T. Traver. I'm sorry. And then Tarek. So I'm thinking he's got to be the last one. No? Just like getting a little more creative with the teenagers. Or was it the reverse and they went hard at the shoot with Tarek and then eventually like, Tyler's the fourth one. It's, it's fine. I didn't get my girl. That's what the mom's saying. It's like, I didn't, I didn't get my Tina. We'll look it up on Wikipedia later. Better T name than Tina for a female? For a baby girl? Let's go. Thinking on your feet. A better, Improv. um, uh, Tracy? Ooh, That's barely. That's not a better name. Barely. Could also be a guy. All right. And then finally, Drew Hutchinson, Tiger or Titan? Um, he is a Tiger. Yeah. We also mentioned him. He played in 2020 in the American Association because there was no minor league season for the Milwaukee Milkmen. 
I love that team name. That's cool. Indie baseball is delightful. The American Association is pretty badass because they're like, we're just going to go into cities that have major league teams. They got the Milwaukee Milkmen, Kansas City T-Bones, and uh, there might be another city in this general area. And that's all I can say about that. Hmm. Not that anyone really cares. It's very, again, that's also niche. It's baseball niche, but it is niche. So Encyclopedia Patrick over here. Eric Niche from MTV's The Grind. No, Eric Niche. <laughs> he was referenced on Saturday Night Live, and so I, I have it in my head. Oh, okay. There you like go. Like recently? Yeah, I was on Jake Gyllenhaal's episode. Oh, I didn't watch that. He I'm Team to- Taylor, so. Oh. Obviously. All right. Obviously. I, yeah, here, we need a graphic. <laughs> graphic request. Wow. So, yeah, Rockies uh, win another series. Second youngest. Wow. How did he get that information? Very, very impressive. Very good. Thank you. So Traver has to be the last one. (laughs) We're just, ah, maybe the mom's like, can I at least spell it? (laughs) You name the boys. I'll name the girls. I mean, you could, maybe if they, if they, well, I don't think they're going to be having any more kids because Tarek is like 26. I'd say they're probably, they're probably done having kids. Probably. Yeah. yeah. We got to talk to the Scooball family. If you're listening, just like. Give well, us some insight. Well, I'm, I'm sure you know, like, like the Walkers. You have Larry, mm-hmm. Barry, Gary, and their sister, Mary. Close enough. But, like, that's that's an actual thing. So, Tracy. Sorry. Sorry, Tracy. I don't know. I just, like, I panicked. I, I wasn't good under pressure. I, well, there's not a lot. You hear? Can you can you improve upon Tracy as far as Tiffany. girls? Tiffany's a nope, good. Nope. Can't improve upon it. Tammy. Can't improve upon it. Tiffany and Tammy is not much of an upgrade. I think so. I mean, not much. Right? Mm. Ah! Ah! Can we get a sound effect of just a screeching halt? (laughs) Tatiana, okay. Tori's cute. Talia, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. We are off the rails. We are. All right, that's how you know we're in the final segment. That's how you know we've wrapped up. I I think we still have momentum. I don't know if technically after that going off the rails, (laughs) if we still have that. But, again, make sure you're subscribed to the DNVR.com. Only 50 cents for your first month. Still got new articles coming out. All kinds of great exclusive content from all of the beats here Mm -hmm. in Denver. Uh, Again, live shows. Check it out on YouTube at the DNVR Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. I am at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Love it. Mm. And I think this was good. I think we can call this a success. I think we can call it momentum going into Thursday's show with Drew Goodman and then our first Friday postgame show against Detroit. But, but, you know what they say about momentum. It's only as good as tomorrow's podcast. So we'll talk to you then.